<laughs> just got done knocking motherfucking doors. I don't know why people. I was thinking of, like you said, knocking doors, and yeah. in my mind, it instantly goes to knocking boots. Like, cause <laughs> I don't hear the word knocking anything, you know. So, I can I cannot confirm or deny that knocking you, boots has happened in door to door sales. <laughs> <laughs> you just stopping over at, at Mrs. House. <laughs> yo, I, I have heard stories though. I ain't gonna front. I have heard Oh, stories. I bet they're out there and, and and actually I'm sure there are some there are children of door to door salesmen out there uh uh being raised by somebody else. It's a it's a it's a strong possibility, especially some of the characters that I've worked with. Fair enough. I mean, it, it's. I mean, this this shit ain't this shit ain't new, man. <laughs> like, and it's funny because you know when people start talking about, well, you know, he he was lying to me, he was cheating on me, or she was lying and she was cheating. I'm like, yo, man, like. Nigga, this shit ain't new. Like, none of this stuff is new. Motherfuckers been gaming each other and cheating since forever. And that's just a fact. I'm not out here saying it's right. I'm just saying. Oh, no, no. I'm I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying it's it's usually the rich men that think that they have the safest lock on their woman. (laughs) That that I'll be cheating on all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. telling you. Oh, fuck, what am I sharing this again? Oh, I shared it in oh, transaction. The, the shade of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, life can be like that, man. But, um, bruh, you got stuff for Atlanta? Um, Got stuff like not really. I haven't even packed yet, to be honest. Well, I mean, shit, you don't need to pack yet. Like, nah. I'm not packing till the day before. Exactly. So I'm going to go pick up my uh, my my tux on Wednesday. But, yeah. Uh, that reminds me, I forgot to pick up my dry cleaning today. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I was basically getting those two shirts dry clean, you know, the Real Tall Podcast shirt and the Being Ally shirt. Really? Well, yeah, because I don't want the uh, machine to f- mess up the design. Oh, that's how you keep this shit alive. Well, I've just been buying new shirts and wearing them out. Like I just <laughs> keep going and rotating, and obviously limit how often I wear them as well. So, like, I do limit how often I wear them, but when you care about your shit, <laughs> you try to keep it as good as possible. And hello to Lexus Walker, James Durans, and Sabrina Rondo. Oh shit! What up, Sabrina? In the motherfucking building. Am typing? Yeah, I'm just sharing your shit to my Twitter. Word, word. Yeah, everybody jumping in right now. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Please uh, hit that share button. Share this episode. Please share this episode. Um, share it to your Facebook. Share it to your Twitter. Share it to your trade. Share it to your enemies. <laughs> all that shit. Uh, there'd be too many people watching. Share it to the trade. 
And what up, Roy? Digging for numbers. What up, Roy? Roy That's my homie. Yeah, so speaking of Roy, we did a um, a fucking dope ass. um, Let me try and find it so I can share it. There we go. We did a dope ass stream yesterday with the Mahogany Project, and um, it was it was very cool. It was a it was it was a rare, and I mean a rare open dialogue, um, you know, with trans amorous men, and you know, with a woman moderating, and it was very it was a very peaceful environment. Okay. And um, excuse me, let me pull this up here. So yeah, it was a very peaceful environment, and you know. It was it was pretty hilarious because when we were setting this up, when they approached me to do this, I'm like, uh, all right, I don't know y'all, but okay. And you know, I'm like, okay, well, who's moderating? All right, well, I mean, I need to figure I need to because you know, people just don't know like how uh, I don't know how strained, how angry, how whatever certain people can be about guys that are transamorous and it just, you know, a lot of environments are not safe for us. So a lot of times we have to double and triple check to make sure that, you know, the space that somebody else is creating that they're inviting us into is a space that is safe for us. And we won't, you know, be attacked or demeaned or disrespected in any way. No more Um, hit jobs. No more hit jobs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. None of that stuff. So, but it turned out to be really just dope as fuck. Um, and I really would love to thank the Mahogany Project. Shout out to Joelle. Uh, she did an amazing fucking job moderating that conversation. And all the questions in there, that was her. Um, that that was all her work. Like she, she came up with the questions. She directed the conversation. It was super, super dope. So here we go. Yep, so that's the video Mahogany Project. We did this. Uh, Yesterday, you see, I'm sitting in the same fucking spot. But yeah, it was dope. We talked about a lot of things. We shared some information. We talked about dating, talked about uh, the murders a little bit. Um, But, you know, we talked about, you know, some difficulties in the dating world that just were honest and and very transparent. And um, I think people got a lot of value. But the, the biggest thing that a lot of the men saw was the fact that this was a conversation that was nice we all got along everything was cool wasn't any like back and forth and um you know one one of the guys actually because obviously ladies you know we have our men's only group so the guys are offering their reviews of the conversation but they were just like yeah for once we weren't being attacked you know <laughs> for once we weren't um i, I want to read this quote exactly uh, one of the guys said, you know, I love that there was no countering with biased opinions about how men like us are, are the problem. And, you know, he re- and, and some other guys really felt like there was progress made, you know, despite the small audience that the show had. Like there were a lot of people. Comments was live as fuck. But by all means, go look up the Mahogany Project on or the Mahogany Project Inc. on Facebook. The live stream is there. It's a very dope conversation. So. Just wanted to shout them out real quick. Uh, we yeah. do have some fiery shit to talk about today. Yeah, I would have loved to have been a part of it, though, but I was at work. So. Oh, yeah. It's all good, man. It's all good. Gentlemen. You know, what's Yo, up, bro? My, my dog, what's Trout. <laughs> what's going on, man? Uh, the, the homie, the, the, my, you, should, you should have a T-shirt like, I survived NYC Pride 
2021. I heard that shit was lit. Man, that shit was fucking amazing, man. I didn't go home till 7 30 in the morning, man. Damn. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Sounds motherfucking perfect. I love uh, that shit. Speaking of Trail, though, I was just in Brooklyn. <laughs> Bro, there you go. Uh, I was over by uh, Diker Heights. Oh, Diker. All right. Yeah, All right, so where were them trains flooded out there? I saw something on the news. The subway trains in New York. The subway, that, was, that shit was flooded. People was walking through water like halfway up their body trying to catch a motherfucking train. That was the Bronx. <laughs> Damn, like, work ain't that serious, nigga. I'm not going to make it. That was, I think, the four or the six in the Bronx. Yeah, I'm not walking crazy. through water and, up to my chest and the trying to get train. to work. And uh, No, nah, I think they was coming home. They was coming home. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, the B train on um up in Harlem. The B train in Harlem also it was a flood coming yeah. out. That's yeah. crazy, man. So New York shit. But yeah, everybody, please, please, please share this before we get going. Um, official opening opening. Would love to welcome everybody to yet another episode of the Men Like Us podcast. We appreciate everyone here. Um, ladies, while we love having you in the audience, just understand this is a men's space. We're going to say things in a way that are palatable to men, and we're going to speak our truth here. So here we come first. Our truth comes comes first here. So just know that before proceeding with the rest of the episode, you have entered foreign territory. So you have been warned. So when you, if you keep listening and you get triggered, I I, I got no help for you. But, Welcome uh, to Thunderdome. Pretty much <laughs> all all of I'm that shit. So. You off. I'm going to be the one that push you off. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> so, all right, guys. So the first thing, you know, and I kind of wish I did a little bit more of that. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was um, inside the uh, the men's only group that we have. I put up a poll a while ago and um, it was pretty much asking the guys where are their favorite places to meet women in the trans community. You know, the, the, this group is full of men with all sorts of experience. Um, you know, a lot of guys are talking to women, dating, married, whatever. Let's just say they have enough experience to actually talk about this shit. So, um, but it was, I was, I was actually surprised. I was surprised by the results because this whole thing came about because my friend and I, uh, my friend and I, uh, D me and her, we were just like, we were just going back and forth and arguing about like where guys actually go to meet women how this shit actually works. So then we put the poll out there just to figure the shit out. And um, I was very surprised. So, you know, we're going to talk about the two. We're going to, I'm going I'm to, I'm going to highlight the two, the, the, the two winners of this poll were guys who are seeking trans women like to go, like to find them, like where they typically find women. You know, the top one was number one by far was social media DMs. Oh, shit. Social media DMs was a clear winner. I mean, clear winner. And you know, it's fascinating because we've talked about this at least twice before on this podcast about, you know, the whole Facebook friend conundrum. And, you know, how women don't like that these guys are sending, um, you know, friend requests to their friends or having a bunch of trans women as mutual friends, like having too many girls on their friends list. And, um, you know, 
I mean, you know, some people see it as a problem. I don't. I don't understand that at all. I mean, in my yeah. mind, social like Facebook is a social media social networking app. So if people Yo. actually use the app like for what it was meant to be used for, like, so what? Yo, all <laughs> honesty, all honesty though, all honesty though. I have yeah. a strong feeling that the people that was marking in the DMs were most likely doing that as a joke. And it's just we had enough troll ass motherfuckers on there that were probably like putting a high percentage. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the comments wouldn't agree with that, but you okay. know. <laughs> we can look at, take it to the comments, but yeah, actually, in all the comments, and they were really just like, yeah, no, I prefer the DMs on social media, guys. I, you know, and I, I get it. You know, um, especially a lot of these Facebook groups. Like when you get in a lot of these trans, and when a lot of these Facebook groups that are geared towards men and women being in the same space, a lot of times there's there's everybody's jumping in each other's DMs. Like there's a lot of friend requesting and DM chatting and all that stuff going on. And okay. Trail, you can attest to this. When we was in that other group, uh, 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 um, that was a spinoff of P Valley, the TV show. Whack Valley. Uh, uh, we're not gonna shit on the group. <laughs> we're just gonna say that other group. But you know, when we was a part of that other group, um, you know, Trail, you know, we was in those group video chats and. People was linking up. Oh, yeah. People was linking up in that group. It was already shit going on for people even start being each other on video chat in groups. Motherfuckers was in them DMs. So, yeah, these, yeah, it's a lot of these guys love the DMs. Um, and Damn. I mean, that's never been my, my, my bag too much. I would say that for me, the DMs. I was always told, like, don't be that guy jumping in every girl's DMs because that, you know, is not a good look for whatever reason. So, you know, so, huh? I said, me personally, I just don't do it. Unless a girl come in my life, reply to my one of my stories or say something, yeah. about them, then I talk to them. Other than that, I just don't do it. I just, I don't know. I just don't do it. Fair I enough. I, I, the only people I go into the DMs of is people that, for the most part, like, Conversate and invite, you know, like, yeah, 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 hit me up. You know, I'll, I'll just jump in like that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, let's be real. We all get DMs and friend requests as well. Yeah. And I mean, I just had somebody, you know, I work, I work a full time job, like a lot of people. I work, I'm, I'm not a completely available at all hours. And, you know, somebody hit me up and then I didn't get back to them because I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm managing a team at a major market. Like I'm doing something. Oh, you too good to talk, huh? Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not gonna get a response from me because I don't even know you and I'm already getting drama from you. Like what the fuck? So, you know, Mac is, I was just done. I didn't block her and then I just didn't respond. Cause it was just like, I mean, it is kind of like the guys when they get upset when they're like, oh, so you ain't going to talk to me, huh? Yo, it's just you. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they come off like super negative and they bring in all that energy. And it's like, why? Like, how do you how do you expect that to help you win? Yeah, especially the ones that that, that are like, yo, ma, what that mouth do? And she don't give it no place. So it's like, all right, fuck you then. <laughs> yeah, it's just trash. Shit, my all comments right. froze up. Sorry. Okay, here we go. I got I hear I'm seeing the comments now. Yo, I've actually <laughs> I, I've actually seen that in person before though too. 
Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, look, man. People in general, there are just a lot of folks out there that don't take rejection well. But yeah. this social media DMs and all that stuff—that's just what it is. Guys will jump into DMs, and there are guys that prefer that. I know guys that will not touch a dating app. Like, nah, nah, I ain't going on no dating app. I, I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. That's all the dating app I need. And you know, they're following girls on Instagram. They're jumping in them DMs, and you know. Uh, it works. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, but it's just fascinating because I thought it was going to be on dating apps. I thought dating apps was going to be the clear winner. Work. I, I I really logically in my mind I was thinking dating apps was going to be the main main gateway, but about it like most of these gay apps is like I mean most of these apps are gay. Yeah. Why? Why am I going on a gay app? I'm not going. But some of them are focused. Jax. I'm not going on Jacks and and, and grinds. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing Jacks and grinds. Well, no, I'm saying some of them are trans focused. Like, um, yeah. there's the trans dating app, and then the um, the Tammy app. I'm, it's more LGBT, but like they let you hyper focus in on what you want, and you don't get bothered by the rest. But like they're they're and and obviously we have the jeweled app on the way. Yeah, um, about that. James James Dorans is talking about okay Cupid. I've heard okay Cupid wasn't that bad. Um they do let you like select trans women on there as well. Really? Um well, wait, wait, don't you gotta pay for that app? I mean, I don't I, I, every every app is trying to make money some way, somehow through a membership yeah. or something. So <laughs> they don't do this out of goodness of their hearts, that's for sure. It is a for profit business. Fuck them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, look, I had a membership on um on the Tammy app on this uh, trans app. The trans app was really good. I used to talk about it on my last podcast. Yo, there's um, a certain there's a certain trans dating app that I am waiting to come out, but I don't think it's out yet. Yeah, the jeweled yeah. dating app. <laughs> uh, I just on the app. Yeah, the jeweled app. Whenever that comes out, hopefully, you know. You can check it out. Women on <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, really, let's be real. The dating app is um, dating app scene is just it's a little bit. You have to watch out for a lot of things. So, guys, you know, advice to men out there listening to this now, you know, when you're out there on these dating apps, especially the trans focused dating apps, you do have to. Um, yeah, the, the Tamia, that's what it is. Um, Sabrina, thank you for that. Um, what you have to, what you have to really focus on is, you know, sadly, what I pass on everyone that says they're self-employed. Yeah, Yo, you it, say you're self-employed. I'm no, thank you. I'm out. Oh, all right, all right. I get what you're saying. I'm about Yo, to say uh, something. Hey, they, no, they might actually have their own business. I don't know, but you know what? Right. I'm not even going to risk it. I'm out. Yeah, wait a minute. It's the only business. <laughs> it is, yeah. But 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 yo, is it bad that I thought Sabrina at first was shouting out the singer Tamia? <laughs> the way she spelled it. Right. I don't even know who Tamia is, man. She's a singer. Oh, I know famous. she's you just said she's a singer. I'm like, like I, I'm talking like really famous singer from the nineties and the two thousands. Yeah. Oh, that's Grand Hill wife, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, she okay, she in the money. Yeah. What's she working for? <laughs> like, don't need it. And let's not but, forget, she did that song "Into You" with our boy Fab. <laughs> you know, was that Fabulous, the rapper? Yep. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. For sure. He's alright. He's alright. He's alright, you know. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, like y'all look. Rappers and all that stuff, especially the New York guys, they I, I get they have a special place in your heart. They just don't for me because I'm not from any areas where there's lots of special, like a lot of people in that game. So it's just not a big deal to me. Yeah, but your homeboy Too Short even did a song with Big. So I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I love Too Short, but I like, I, yeah, I like him because he had, I identified with him in my former life of a of a young strapping man. And he did a song with eighteen year old. So, anywho, uh, yo, that was the number one. So, the number one, um, back to the, back to the show, and away from New York. Uh, the num the number one thing was uh, DMs, but the number two thing was LGBTQ community events. That was the runner up for um that that was the runner-up that you know for, for i mean that's well I'm, that's i'm not saying that as if it's bad or anything i'm just saying clear that that's runner-up and what? you know what i don't see a problem with that that's not um, a place to go meeting the girls like 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 you there to help but, you're not there to just run game but, 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 but here's the thing though here's the thing though man i'm saying there's nothing wrong with showing up to events, people knowing who you are. And you know what? I'm not saying run up on every girl in that first instance, but I'm saying you show up, people know who you are, let them know what you're about through your actions. But at this point, you motherfuckers know you. Yeah. And you know, you might be somebody new that might like, oh, okay. And it just happens that way. Or, you know, you you get involved and somebody's like, hey, you know what? This this Mike guy is a really good guy, and Mike's a really good guy. And you know what? I got a girlfriend, and I think I think she'll be great for him. That's you different, know? though. But I'm talking about trying to meet the girls at the events, like trying to get it's numbers and shit. That, that's enough. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Mike. That's kind of the same thing, though. If you really think about it, you're just meeting them, even though you're not trying to just get involved. Just get involved. But I mean, the ulterior motive. I'm talking about. I, right. I don't yeah. know that, but that's the whole. I'm gonna keep it real. That's the reason why I called you out to the to the last um the fundraiser that um the Ghost Project had. Because I said, I thought, okay, this I guy, thought it was just, he's no, listen. I thought it was just a help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, use it to help. No, use yeah. it to help. Yeah. But then again, I was trying to get you familiar with people. Like you know, okay. actually like, all right, yeah, he's a good guy. Him. He's okay. one of the good guys. Cause the last person I had involved, I ain't gonna say no names, but <laughs> Oh boy, was everywhere. He was everywhere, yeah. trying to talk to everything, and I'm just, yeah. you know, it kind of made me look bad, you know. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm, you know. But <laughs> I, when I had you there with me, I didn't get no, no, nothing bad, no bad feedback. Now I get, hey, where's Mike at? I'm like, yo, you know, money making Mike. He at work, man. <laughs> yo, That's yo, That's Sundays, so. Sundays and Mondays. There you go. <laughs> Um, so really quickly, we got one comment on the dating app thing from Claudette that I wanted to make sure got in here. Shout out to Claudette. Um, so it's, uh, it's, she said, I think it's sad that most trans women who seek men on apps tend to use only straight apps and only want these men who are seeking cis females. Somehow a lot of trans women don't see trans open men 
as a catch, and I just can't seem to understand that. And um, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole on that one. I just want to share an experience because, you know, we've already talked about that a little bit on here. And I I want to. Yeah, she's she's totally right. You know, and I'm with 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There there were no lies in that statement. No lies. But um, I will say my, my second girlfriend I met on uh, Bumble, or I'm sorry, my second trans girlfriend I met on Bumble, and I didn't even know she was trans. I had no idea she was trans until I actually read her profile. I didn't read her profile till I was already in the Uber on the way to the first date. And that's when I found out she was trans. I didn't know wow. she was trans. We had great conversation. It was dope. I'm like, all right, let me see what's going on here. Let's go beat up. And then it turns out she was trans. So I'm like, oh, all right, well, I mean, good thing I'm into that, so we're Wait, good. In, in the cab on the way to the date, was this the one in New York City? No. Okay. No, no, this was in Denver. That was my second gotcha, um, girlfriend. Gotcha. It was in Denver, so. Oh, okay. I just heard cab. I was like, I was like wait, wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, nah, nah. nah. Um, cabs everywhere, Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it was the way he said it, though. It was the way he said it. <laughs> oh, yeah, nah. And, and um, but anywho, yeah, so I'm, I'm saying that was my little story from, you know, Hanging out in you know mostly cis dating apps. Still, I didn't. I found one. I didn't even know it. <laughs> we 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 definitely matched. It was it was dope. So yeah, you know, for sure. Um, want to make sure I get uh, okay. Um, Tracy, we're gonna get to that. What you talked about. So actually, we'll get to Tracy's point now. So Tracy, he says, "Girl, I go, I go to work and home. I meet men everywhere from the supermarket to the car wash, but I am." just over telling them everything. Um, and actually that mixes in with this because the least popular choices for the guys, one of them was pretty much out and about like that, like walking the streets, having women push up on them, whatever, or just mean like the, the least popular, popular, the, um, one of the two least popular choices on this poll was, um, you know, meeting women just out on the streets. Um, you know, grocery store just being them out and about. Um, a lot of these again, we already said we already said what the favorites were, but this was definitely one of the two least favorite. Yo, I'll be honest, one of the coolest dates that I've ever mm-hmm. had with a trans woman was I was on Christopher Street. I was walking past her and her girlfriends were like walking down toward the pier. I was walking up toward like Sixth Ave or whatever, and all of a sudden I pass her. And I kind of like just kind of, you know, I, I'll be honest, I kind of like looked back, you know, because she was kind of cute. And she was just like, yo, you want to hang out? And I was like, sure. And we just went straight over to Duplex. We had a couple drinks, was chilling. And by the end of the night, I even walked her over to the train station. Like, you know, it was just like mad chill. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, like I said, I, I know, like, I had to like re, re, reiterate like things that happened in New York, but it's like, dude, yes. welcome. And being being in New York is like it's so common. Like you just you go know, walk down the street and, and, and transfer, and just like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, most of us don't live there. So <laughs> for those of us that aren't uh, spoiled in that way, that's not oh, the regular right. experience. <laughs> Hold on. Let me shout out one person right quick. Shout out my All right. man Roy. Roy Rock. Rock <laughs> Shout out to my man Roy. He came here for NYC Pride. We had a ball. Yep. Any drunk fans of the beach like me. Yeah. 
<laughs> for sure. Yep. Shout out to Roy. Um, and again. let's not forget Harmony, Monet, my homegirls, Jump, my homegirl Joan and her wife. Like, yeah. And, um, and by the by the way, both of them are trans too. Like, they're actually a couple, like married couple, and they're both trans. Okay. All right. We done. Did we shout out the whole New York crew already? Can we move on with the show? Uh, Everybody got their shout outs. Even people that aren't. It. And make make sure y'all y'all check before y'all shout people out on the show. Not everybody's a friend of the show that y'all know. So let's let's not throw all hey, the names out there. I ain't throwing no last names. <laughs> I mean shit. They they they, they yeah. could be anybody, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so oh shit, yo, yo, James is from NYC. Shout out to James. <laughs> shout out to James. <laughs> so um yeah, so the the another the other least uh, popular option was um, escorting. Whoa. So at the bottom of the barrel was escorting and meeting women just out on the street. Those were the two least selected. I mean, if we're going to be fair, escorts got feelings too. <laughs> they don't have shit to do with nobody's feelings. We're talking about poll results right now. So in this group of... Trans amorous men, these these are the two ways that they that got the least amount of votes in terms of meeting women is escorting and meeting women just out on the street. They all prefer social media DMs and what was the other? It was social media DMs and community events. Yeah. I ain't gonna say nobody names, but old boy said, well, escorts is the only thing I'm trying to meet from now on. I was dying laughing when I saw that shit. Wait, who? I'm not saying what? the name. Remember, Yo. stay to the group. What's in the group? Stay to the group. Oh, okay. So one of the guys in the group said that. Okay. Yeah, he wow. Said, he, said, he said, "Man, I'm." He said, "I'm at the point because he just he just got out of a relationship." Like I said, I ain't oh, okay. Got out of a relationship. He said, "Yo, man, right now, all I want to all I want to do be involved with is escorts." I said, "Wow." I just started dying laughing. Like, wow. I I think I know who you're talking about. I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but we ain't gonna say no. Mm. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't saying shit. I ain't saying shit. Yeah, mm. I don't see that one. But yeah, look. <laughs> but that's the one that got the the least amount of votes. So you know, while our group is not a sample of all men out there, because obviously there are plenty of men uh, paying the bills of women who are sex workers. I'm just saying the guys in this group, the guys that are open about their attractions. That's these are the, these are their least favorite options. So I just find it really interesting because you know I really had a narrative in my head thinking like yo, most of these dudes is out here like we most meet most of us are meeting girls on dating apps and you know I didn't even think community I thought community events was gonna be at the bottom of the list I would have never guessed that would be number two. Yeah. So oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So if we're talking about most apps being for cis women. Is plenty of fish named plenty of fish because it's mostly for cis women? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought plenty of fish was like this whole bunch of fish in the sea. That's why. They- yeah, that's what it's that's what it's for. Yeah. Um, let me see here. We got to get to some. Make sure everybody gets the comments. Well, Cynthia says, "Well, I tend not to use straight apps. They are looking for cis women, which I am not. So I just stay off apps because it's like a meat market to me." Um. But meeting a girl, <laughs> Tracy. But meeting a girl in the village, you already know. What? <laughs> um, 
Well, the odds of, uh, I don't know, maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> well, the odds of finding transgender men in the streets in NYC are very different than the transgender men coming across trans women. That is completely true. Uh, it, it's it's sad. Hopefully, we become the rule instead of the uh, exception. But for now, you know, guys like us, we're the exception to the rule. Um, Do me a favor. Go to Tracy. Um, comment right here. She said, "But if you're in East New York, that's that's the next one." So, okay. but if you are in East New York, those men will go off if you tell them about Jack's Jack in the Box. What's that's why you got to know where you're at in East New York. They, they like that might be one of them hoods that got the transphobia gene going strong. You know, what I'm saying? oh, you say that? wow, you say that? That's so um, 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 I was I, thinking about the restaurant, East New York, yeah, East New York is like in Brooklyn. East New York is where most of the trans women live. There is a lot out there, yeah. There's a most lot out there. Because every girl I get cool with or whatever, they'd be like, yeah, I live in East New York. I'm like, damn, you too? You live in East New York? I'm like, yo, everybody that lives in Brooklyn live in East New York. Yo, Why? Yo, you got some, <laughs> yo, yo, you got some fine-ass trans women out there too, though, because I remember yeah. I was at the hangar bar one time and I was talking to a trans woman there. I bought her a drink and shit. She turned out to live in East New York. And I'm telling you, she <laughs> was like, she was like video vixen. No, um, I, mm. I'm like, yo, where y'all live at? Oh, East New York. Like, what the fuck is y'all doing living in East? How y'all living in East New York? Yo. Damn. Yo, and, um, and, 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 we, the cra- and the crazy shit, like, like, like that's a neighborhood like you need a pass to go to, too. <laughs> yeah. Yo. And back to the non-New York side of the show. <laughs> so, uh, Y'all getting straight up, but y'all are getting straight up game. If you ever want to visit New York, (laughs) you're getting straight up game here. Um, (laughs) So uh, Ryan Roy from YouTube is saying trans women seek men who are seeking cis women. And I would add that they are even seeking closeted transamorous men, oxymoron, um, before open transamorous men, TS escort ads go as far as to say seeking do men but what this guy sounds like he's got a little too much knowledge <laughs> okay well i mean look ryan thanks for the comment it's um yeah. but a lot of times people don't consider a guy transamorous like they don't they don't validate that title on guys who are still closeted who are still do um DL, a lot of times they'll They'll give them yeah, the exactly. trans attracted title and they'll say, Hey, you're trans attracted. Um, but uh, as far as the TS escorts ads go, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's in a escort's best interest that you know her clients are more discreet. <laughs> so, yeah, because yeah, like the trans amorous men are definitely not the L, so right. Yeah. So, I, anyway. I like, yeah, but like, again, it's a self identifier. <laughs> Right. None of us can stop somebody identifying right. as transamorous in the same way a lot of women in the community cannot stop somebody from identifying as trans. You just, right. it, it all of, it's a self-identifier. This is how you identify, cool. But the spirit of the label and all of that stuff is really geared towards being open and not DL. Yeah, yeah like I said, like I know a whole bunch of trans men, a whole bunch of them, but are they enormous? No. No. Um, okay. Well, let's. 
I want to. I'm sorry. I want to make sure I get Claudette's uh, comment on here. So I. I'm sorry. Who? She says, I think a lot of passable trans have it hard meeting trans open men um, due to the fact, I'm sorry, due to the fact most trans open men pass them up unless it's a passable girl who advertised I'm trans on a site. <sighs> um, hmm. I mean, really, hmm? I, w- I would say that there's no way Okay, I would say it is possible that, you know, in this scenario, maybe a guy might walk past a girl and he may not know that she's trans or whatever, whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's true. There are some people that you can't really tell or there's just some people you just won't give a second look to. But, um, you know, which, you know, there are a lot of women that, 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 that are, you know, quote, unquote, passable that, you know, have regular jobs and they're just living their lives and, you know, not, nothing about their life is embedded in trans culture. But, um, you know, a lot of times those women are very hard to find. And a lot of times they have a very hard time finding guys who are more open minded and, and, and OK with dating women who are trans as well. Um, but, yeah, it's I, I don't think guys I don't think guys in this space intentionally pass up on passable women, passable women. I think where the rubber meets the road sometimes is when life philosophies clash where this guy wants to be, Hey, I'm trans Amherst. I'm out here with my brothers. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Any of the guys here or any of the guys that's been on the show. And then a woman that's like, yo, I need to be, I need to keep my transness secret. And that's of the utmost priority. And we talked about that on the last show mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, stealthing versus being open thing. So what do you guys right, think? I'm, I'm going to have, have a quick story right quick. Um, okay. A girl, India Moore, that played Andy uh-huh. Moore. I remember years ago, I used to be in Washington Square Park smoking weed with this girl. And mm-hmm. I didn't think she was trans at all until the show was coming out. I'm cool with her cousin. You understand me? So even then, I would have been like, oh, I should have pushed up. No, I still feel the same way about her now than I than not me seeing her on the show than I did back then. You know what I mean? She didn't look like she acted like a woman. You know? So that's all I can say about that. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't mean nothing if a person is advertising, oh, I'm trans, but I'm pass, like they pass me, but I'm trans. So a guy's willing like me, being a guy that's really willing to talk to him, nah, it don't it don't matter to me. I don't care about that. Well, um, you know, it kind of goes back to the story I was talking about before where the, it was the girl that I didn't even know she was trans until I was headed to the first date. But we had been talking and we did a little video chatting and whatever else. And like, it was all Gucci. But it was just like, I mean, I, I guess I didn't. For, for guys that are intentionally dating women in the trans community, I could see how those women would be passed up. Um, but you know, it really was just dumb luck <laughs> that cause I didn't, I, I mean, my other podcast wasn't video. Nobody really knew me and it was just like, it just happened. So it was really just dumb luck that we found each other on Bumble, a mostly cis dating app. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I think there are. Uh, Claudette, I do understand that there there are um, maturity issues out there and other issues where that that keep 
people in general from choosing perfectly good mates. So, oh, okay, sorry. Claudette, uh, Claudette responded to you, Trail. She just said, uh, she just said, so King, you had known she was back then. Would you had talked to her in a way that suggested you were interested? Pretty much, if you knew she was trans back then, would you have tried to talk to her? No. Like, okay. You wouldn't, no. you wouldn't have, like, try to push up on her, hit on her, and in any way, looked at her differently? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Okay. Yo, she smokes a lot of weed. I'm gonna keep it real, man. I don't smoke no more. But yo, she smoked a hell of weed. Cause yo, every time we smoke about two, we had two in rotation. She like, oh, y'all wanna roll up another one? I'm like, yo, goddamn. <laughs> How can we just smoke six? Another one, damn. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, That's I see lot. her Instagram live. She be smoking weed right on the live sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? No cap, she smokes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yo, have at it. Have at it. It should be legal everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. yo, that's the thing though. In New York City, it's legal now. So like yep. it's fine. Yeah. It is now. Yo, you know. Did you see they had the table outside doing broad? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the table there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the table with all different kinds of weeds, edibles, everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was like, yo, yes. They should be they don't do that in Denver. Shit. They should yo. be. Yo, I went up to Wee World that night. <laughs> so, I touched the board. I was like, yo, come through. <laughs> so, um, all right. So the next comment here. What was saying? Oh, right. Michaela. Well, actually, Claudette first. She just said, uh, oh, wow, she is pretty. I can't imagine a man not wanting her, LOL. Um, you know? I'm going to be honest. It's not about a girl being pretty. Yeah, she is pretty. Don't get me wrong. She is pretty. And I couldn't tell because... The way how she looked on the show, she didn't look like that back then. Mm -hmm. Back in like 2015, she didn't look like that. She had like real short curly hair. You know, she was she was slim. Actually, she's very slim. But we was in the park, and she like it was full time. So she had this big ass long coat on. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't it wasn't nothing that I couldn't see her body or she was attractive. She was she was cool. You know what I mean, but she was she 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 talked a lot. She talked a lot about um about like the world and global warming and all that other shit. You know, I'm just like, okay, cool. And you know, she talks a lot. So it's like I'll put it like this to you. She wasn't I wasn't she she wasn't interested in me at all. Like I I, I couldn't look at her and be like, yo, damn, like it's nothing that clicked and said, Oh shit, you, you talk about that, you, you know about this. Something that we could vibe off of. It wasn't like that. It was just like boring vibes to me to keep it real with you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, she is a um, good girl. Not to oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my, my wifey's still Blanca, though. All right. <laughs> wifey's still Blanca. <laughs> I want to be um, Michaela says, you really never know who a person is until you get face-to-face uh, -face vibe. People put on their best faces on the internet, plus on those day naps, a lot of people turn those places into spaces where they hook up, so it ruins those sites for everyone. I mean, it's it's, it's widely known that Tinder is a hookup app. It's widely known that most of these dating apps are just like straight-up hookup apps. But, you know, one of my friends on 
one of my friends who uh, was married for a while, you know, she's out there in the dating world now. And uh, I want to make sure I get this correctly. You know, she was on social media just like, yo. Like, oh, see, that's where I was at before. Hold on a second. Shit. Oh, man. Damn it, I got, I got distracted. There we go. Yeah, but, but apparently TS Top smoke a lot. Oh, yeah. Michaela is a, is a straight up fool with that shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, huh? yeah, my friend is new in the dating world. Um, she was pretty much just asking, like, yo, where is the class in this dating world? Like, real talk, where's the motherfucking class? Where's the substance? She's like, how about getting to know a person before engaging in sexual activities with them? Like, do people do that anymore? And, you know, she, she's starting to get a little bit jaded with the dating world, but, you know, I had to be, because I'm just straight up honest and true or, or truthful in a lot of spaces I probably shouldn't be. But I was just like, yo, look, real talk, like, people people still do the getting to know you shit. Like, people still do sit on, sit on the phone, talk with the girl, talk with the man, get to know a person, have a good conversation. But real talk, motherfuckers only do that shit when they want a relationship. Like, if they just trying to go straight to sex, that's all they want from you is just the sex. Like, not everybody gets the relationship vibes from everybody. Or the relationship energy from everyone. Like, that's just a reality of the world. Like, that's just some real shit. So, you know, that, that's part of that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of hookup apps, a lot of people that just want sex, X, Y, and Z. But, you know, for that person that they really consider, like, oh, damn, this could be like a real deal. This could be really something. Um, you know, they'll change up, they'll do different things, but it's just, not everybody gets the relationship energy. I mean, who has enough time in the day for that, really? So, um, oh, Michaela, wait. Lord. Okay. Ryan Roy says, how do, you, how do you guys even meet trans women? I've never been to a trans club or LGBT club. My concern is about going to such clubs is that gay men will get in the way. I live in California. Well, I mean, I have to be honest. I don't know the motherfucking secret of California. I went out there a few times and didn't have much luck. Apparently, I missed the train of, you know, how live WeHo used to be because apparently just ain't that spot no more. Um, But really, I, I, I would just say... Man, I don't even know, dude. Like, I think it's just gonna take a little bit of investigation on your part. Yeah. Like, I know I that um that Long Beach, the Long Beach uh, Hamburger Marys is like jumping. I know a lot of people go there still. Oh, they got Hamburger Marys in California. Yeah, they're everywhere. They got one in Milwaukee. They they got Hamburger Marys everywhere. Yeah, but San Francisco got a big community too, though. Yeah, I'm, I I don't know what city. I just assumed he was in L.A. So, I mean, I mean, look. At, at the end of the day, social media is your friend. Mm-hmm. Social media is your friend. You can keep track of events on social media. You know, follow certain clubs. You know, a lot of these gay clubs they do have trans nights yep. or nights mm-hmm. where it's like the the drag shows or whatever else. And I'm not saying all these places are teeming with women all the time. This is a 
in places that aren't New York, this is a largely elusive community. It's not going to be easy as fuck to find. You're, there is no one place you go to and that's where you go. It's not like the rules are different. So I mean, I mean, different places got different type of nights. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the parties change all the time. Yeah, I'm saying pay attention to the events. Yeah. You're not going to run into, just, into some girl in the village because the village is only in New York. <laughs> but... You know, there are certain nights and there are certain events. And, you know, um, I, I would really just say social media is probably a really pretty easy tool and good tool. But you know what? Also, I'm a dating app guy. I think dating apps still work. That 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 Tammy app worked really well for me here in, in Houston. So I would suggest getting on a couple apps. Um, you know, I, I did try out uh, OkCupid. Um, was it my favorite app in the world? But, you know, tried it out. Um, I don't know, fellas. What what, what else y'all got? <laughs> I'm not on apps. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I stopped the apps. I'm not on no apps, so, you know. Um, like I said, most of them just is gay apps. Why the fuck I want to go on a gay app, you know? Like Jackson Grinder, I don't want to go on shit like that. Well, those are hookup apps. Yeah, those so. are hookup apps. They 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 they're not specifically gay, straight, or anything like that. They're strictly to get your dicks up. <laughs> That's when it comes to New York here, like the same mm-hmm. trans women, of course, you got the village, and but you got um also boxers too. Boxers is a club. That's the one that's What's boxers? boxers is a club. So oh, club all right. But it's up the one. It's two of them. There's one in Midtown. That's don't go to that one. Go to the one, if you want to meet the girls. Go to the one uptown. That's the best. One. Well, for this man who lives in California, what do we got for the West Coast? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just any other spot. No, nothing specific. You know, because obviously we don't know locations there. Oh, but he asked, I don't know but what cities there. Like, oh, he asked us like where we where we go. So I'm just. You know, no, he said I live in California. Right, he said he lived in California, but he was saying basically he was saying like, where do you guys go and meet the girls? Girls, and he was like, yo, I I try all types of stuff, and I live in California. That's what he said. I got one. I got yes. one. I got one. Google.com, local events. Okay, I'm gonna try this. I can't speak to it. I'm just saying, Google. Go to Google. There's a search mm-hmm. engine. Type in LGBTQ plus clubs trans mm-hmm. dating events you know like speed dating whatever you know like you know what specific. else but you know what else helps so uh ryan and any other guy out there um what helped me out a lot in in houston a city that i've never been to before i moved here was like really jumping in the jumping in a um i, I jumped in a, a facebook group a men's only facebook group it was called the trans supporter brotherhood um you can jump in that one or jump in the group that we're in the men like us tribe, like jump into some of these groups and find a brother in your city. Cause usually there's a guy in your area that knows a lot more than you do about where the community is and where, where some of the hot spots are at where you should go and hang out X, Y, and Z. So, you know, I met my friend Ray here in Houston and he was like, all right, yeah, we're going to go to this club over here. Dope. It was great. It was a, it was a dope environment. Club was banging fillers. Y'all went there, uh, culture. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, yeah, man, I heard about this this after-hour spot over here. Okay, cool. And, like, colors, I'm new to this city. I didn't know shit about Houston. It was colors. And, and then the other one, I forget the name of the other one. The other one was better to me. But um, 
to the, be the fair, from Sunday night. To be fair, by the time we got to culture, I was already pretty much like three sheets to the wind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it was a crazy night. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, w- I would al- I would also say join some of these groups full of transamorous men and try and connect with another guy in your in your city that may be able to you know offer some advice and you know. And I have to be honest, these gay clubs, these LGBT spots are so much more manageable when you roll in there with a crew. Yeah. When you're not the only dude, when you're not rolling, when you're not lone wolfing it, it is so much more manageable. So, um, you know, definitely check those spots out. But, you know, we're not going to spend all day talking about suggestions when we don't really have that many because it just isn't that fucking easy. Plus, <laughs> plus, plus, plus it's not our city, too, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Shout out to Aishan. Oh, yes. This is another one. Uh, thank you, Rena. Um, FetLife.com is is another thing as well. Um, there, there are people that, you know, FetLife is um, it's an app that it's just another social media app that uh, that that connects you with different events, different groups. Um, you know, if you're in any kind of fetishy, you know, kink kind of stuff then they have that on there as well um but yeah oh, fat what? life is fat life is definitely a um a good a good resource what so. you said fink kink kink k-i-n-k what's kink that's that's bdsm like, anything that's just sexual. any any fetish kink whatever people are into all sorts of shit and fat life is a place oh. where people are able to find each other to engage in those things, they have different groups and and whatever else. But it is definitely a platform that you know definitely works. So yeah, yeah. Basically, Charles, you know that store London on Christopher Street. Yeah. Basically, all that stuff in there is kink. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tracy says, Tracy Tracy says maybe men like us should have a mixer. Uh, maybe I mean maybe if there was a a a a, a female brand that we could bring people together cool but you know i've always said that this community needs um this community is in dire need of of um a couple matchmakers like i think matchmakers are very necessary in this space because you know what i always say happens a lot is there are people that are out there really looking and their life is set up in a way that is you know amenable to a monogamous relationship and a lot of times they're, you know, there's just these two groups of people and they're missing each other. And, you know, you got all these, these are all the guys. And then this is just the guys that are ready. And, you know, all the women and these are the women that are ready. And it's just like, we're going, we're always hitting the other parts of the community that ain't ready. Yeah. And everybody's frustrated and everybody's unhappy. But, you know, a lot of times matchmakers will interview people and they will filter out folks and try and pair people that you know are already. So um I, I I wish, 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 wish there were um a matchmaker that was like really trying to do some motherfucking work in this community. I'm not that person. I I, I just I'm I don't think I'd be good at it. <laughs> but I wish somebody else would step up. I tried to push my other friend actually on um next week, Tuesday. I'm doing a live stream with my friend Abby. Um, once again, she is a matchmaker um, out of Colorado, and um, you know we're going to be talking a lot of just general dating stuff. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of things, you know, from the guys' groups, things that guys are encountering, what they're saying, 
and you know just a lot of situations that we run into so you know definitely tune in tune tune in on tuesday well hopefully, um, hopefully this could speak life into that <laughs> for sure for sure so one last all right the one last topic we got to hit up because you know i think we talked about this a little bit before but you know i, I wanted to hit on one last time you know because we talked about it last night a little bit and, and um really a lot of times the conversation is centered around, you know, depictions of trans women in media and like, you know, trans representation in media, TV and film. But, you know, since this is our space, we're talking about the depictions of trans amorous men in television and media. So, um, hey, y'all want to link up with, with my matchmaker? <laughs> Tune in on Tuesday. She'll be here. You can ask her questions live. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, trail, I'll just, I'll let you lead off, man, since Mike and I kind of already, you know, was on this a little bit before, but, you know, what, what do you, how do you feel about the, you know, depictions of transgender men that you've seen, or even just trans attractive men that you've seen in like media, like television, be, films? I, like I said before, it's, it's still taboo, all right. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. And um, but the way how they make the black one men, the black men look, is bugged out. You know, you got someone like Malik Yoba, they destroyed him, destroyed him, totally destroyed him. But then you got a dude like Kyle Draper, they embraced him, loved him. Who's that? You understand what I'm saying? Kyle Draper is the dude that was dating on um, LeBron Cox. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know how they, they, cause you know, he confessed his love for her and how he felt about her and how he felt about trans women in general. They mm -hmm. embrace them. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's bugged out because they look, they, you know, the, 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 how they look at us is so crazy. Like, I'm going to even take it back to like the TV show Star, which I love by the way. Okay. You know what I mean? You had the guy on there. The black guy that was really feeling cotton, who was played by um, Amaya Scott, he was a felon. He was loose to the head. He was willing to kill her, all types of shit. But then you got the Asian dude who wanted her, embraced her, wanted to help her, all that type of shit. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, it's so crazy how they make us black guys look. Then you got on pose, you know, you yeah, especially first season, you got. All these dudes that's non-black messing with these with these girls, messing with these girls, embracing them, loving them, and all that. But then you got the dude Darius. He out here just, you know what I mean, slinging. Basically, he just out here slinging with the girls. He just out here having fun with the girls. I just don't like how they make us look on these shows. They make us black men look crazy. Then you got the even the fucking movie that I can't. Uh, I think we lost Trail for a little bit. His uh, signal was cutting out. Trail, Trail, we're losing you, man. Your signal's weak. We're losing you. The um, that, that's rich, and you know, had a lot going for themselves. And the girls are really like loving them, and one got married to one of them, and everything. But then you. All right. Well, we'll start over at Darius because we we lost you for a bit. Oh, for real. Yeah, we lost yeah. you for a bit. So start yeah. over at you. You're talking about Darius. 
Yeah. And then you said the movie. Huh? What 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 movie were you talking about? Secret Society. That bull. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, they don't even bring that up. Nah, that, no, that, I'm that's just, I'm just... Oh. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> he's cutting out again. See, the Wi-Fi was sensing that Secret Society is bullshit, so it cut out on Trump. <laughs> we just lost you again, man. But um, uh, so I didn't see. I didn't even see um, I, and maybe y'all could talk to this um from G Mike. Uh, Lulu's boyfriend on season three of Pose was even worse. Yes, and huh? and once again, once again, not a transamorous man. He was just not basically a drug addict linking up with her because she was addicted to drugs and then once exactly. she was getting clean that's when he was like fuck you i'm out exactly. oh, i know a lot of those two yeah yeah and well, and darius and darius definitely not trans attracted he was more of a chaser um i mean he is trans attracted well you know what i mean trans amorous like he wouldn't be trans he would be just like a chaser but um yeah, but we don't call other men chasers on the show no i know so, what i'm saying he's not a chaser I'm just saying what his title would have been in the community. Yeah, well, well, fuck their titles. Okay, that's that's not what we're doing here. All right, yeah, and then um, and then basically the white guy, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Stan. Yeah, um, he mm -hmm. was he was DL. He was married with a whole cis woman at home and kids and everything mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, he was just really looking to get his dick wet. Yeah, but um, he did for Angel yeah. though. Look what he did for he, he, he cares. Cares. Bro, you're, you're giving him more woman analysis, bro. This no, guy I'm was saying, conflicted. Yeah, but what I'm saying right. is like he was married, though. You know what I mean? Like he was yeah, married. So There's guys in our group yeah. that are married yeah, and they're conflicted. Look, look he, right, right. Look what he look what he was like. Look what he, look how put it like this. Look how they portrayed Darius and him. Yeah. Him, he was a dude that worked worked on um fifth app. Working mm -hmm. for Trump, all that. You know, I mean, they. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. They had how they, how they, how they, the images that they put on TV of us. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. like. I really don't like. I don't like how they do that. Especially yeah, right, the, right back. I'm, I'm not even gonna say the stick inside again because I know they're gonna cut me out. But <laughs> was 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 wealthy man, and they yeah. had, and one one of them even married one of the girls, and, and, it, and yeah. it's like all the black dudes that the girl was messing with was getting killed. It was in the streets, all type of shit. But I'm like, yo, damn, mm. the, that's my the, thing. The best mm. portrayal, the best portrayal they ever did, and even this they didn't get hundred percent right, was Lil Poppy. He was the best portrayal, but even he wasn't hundred percent right. What do you mean? Like hundred percent right? Like basically starting out, they didn't start him out as like a trans amorous guy. He was just like, oh, you know. I'll sleep with whoever, you know, if I can get some money off of it, you know, to keep myself off the streets. And no, then by I wouldn't say that, that. No, no. He said in the first season, in the first season, they were like, Oh, you don't gotta worry about it because you're not gay or whatever. And he was like, No, he's like, to be honest, you know, if I if I need to make some money and stay off the streets, I I, I'll do whatever I gotta do. He said, but, he said he said, I got my dick sucked for some dude for some money. Yeah, because yeah. he's homeless. Yeah, exactly. I so so yeah, so that was how they started him off. And then by season two, they turned him into being transamorous because they needed to partner Angel up with somebody, you know, but to, to, to do their storylines. I'll put it like this. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, I hear what you're saying, but to yeah. me, I think he always was transamorous because he was in the ballrooms. 
Well, transamorous. Transamorous, not enormous. Yeah, not enormous. We're not talking about dick size. All right, but if anybody's supposed to get the words right, it's supposed to be on this show. All right, cool. But yeah, like the man was into the girls because he was in the he was in the ballroom. They met him in the ballroom scene. He came out the wall the wall and confronted him like, "Yo, let me join your house." So I can't. I look at. But you know what though? Like, but here's the thing though. I I don't identify with any of these characters at all. I don't I don't identify with Poppy, and most right. guys I, I, in this space don't identify with Poppy. You know why? Because most guys in this space are not a part of the community. They're not. They're coming from outside in. They're not already in the community and finding these girls next. No, they're not bisexual men for the most part. Most of us are not bisexual men. <laughs> And then, you know, considering ourselves a part of some the community in some way and then jumping in. So, like, I, that's why I don't identify with it. I'm just like, okay, yeah, they had somebody, but, like, can we get somebody who's just dealing with, like, going through their own transformation from being, a, you know, a man in, in dominant society who is, you know, sacrificing, giving up his privilege and standing up for the community, battling his family, friends, you know, struggling with, you know, how his job is handling it. Like that, all that shit is real. That's why we this need to make This little poppy shit ain't like, it's just not, it's not anything most, like it's not anything I can identify with. And most of the guys in our in our groups can't identify with little poppy. Like that, that's why we need to make our own movie. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to do that, but, um, you know, really. I'm a little down with that. I'm supposed to be a part of something like that. I'm supposed to be a part of a, yeah. web, a web series like that. Hmm. There's um. I wanna, I wanna uh, uh, address Ryan since he's joining us today, and we appreciate you here, Ryan. Same with James, uh, 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 G. Mike, Melanoid Warrior, uh, and Tracy, and all the, all the other ladies. Um, but Ryan, he said, from what you guys said earlier, the term transamorous would not apply to high-profile celebrities like Bobby Valentino, Young Buck, and other celebrities because they are closeted. Exactly. That's correct. Um, but again, it's a self-identifier. I just don't think any of them would actually want to identify as transamers because they have a career and they have things at stake. And if they did yeah. identify as that, they might lose, you know, the ability to provide for themselves and their family, which um, that, that kind of hangs in a balance for some of those celebrities. Bobby V wouldn't, but Young Buck might. Maybe. And, and you know, the rap game's different. Everything's different now, but... But the whole poppy yeah. thing, that's one thing. But this Darius thing, I really that that the that character wasn't. I wasn't upset about the character until like the end, where they like fooled him and tricked him out to come outside and they, oh now you're exposed. Get the fuck out of here! And it's just like. So early in the day, all the girls are sitting there saying, God damn, girl, well, you better get you a piece of Darius because he lays it down good. He's dropping that good dick. And they were appreciating the fuck out of him at first. And then, oh, well, you're the villain. It's just like, I mean, this nigga wasn't running around town holding guns to people's hands saying, fuck me. Like, no. So it's just like, and then the whole thing was just like, oh, a man who indulges, not indulges, a man who has consensual sex with multiple women 
and a space is now a chaser and the problem and he's a villain and all. I don't we don't we don't do that bullshit here. We don't play those games on this show. So we don't call this dude a chaser. He I'm has he had consensual. That's fine. We don't care about that dumb shit. People, uh, everybody's right, I'm not, grown. I'm not doing that. Everybody's right, grown. I'm they make their own fucking choices. But you're acting like as if I was calling him a chaser. I was saying what they would call him is a chaser. Okay. Like, 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 like don't be trying to shove like words in my mouth. Like as if that's what's out. I'm like, no, nah, I was saying what they would call him is a chaser. No, All right, well, we got the that. That's because I was talking about it from their point of view, like what they would have said. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll take that as as that, and we'll just say that you know I think most we're all agreed here that you know depicting this this Darius guy, the depiction of this Darius guy was 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 kind of trash, and you know labeling him a chaser is even more trash because everybody's grown, everybody makes their own decisions in life. And you know what? This community that everybody, everybody know, everybody knew this dude, except Blanca was the only one that didn't know this nigga. Everybody else knew him. So they was allowing him to be there, but all of a sudden, because this one person now is fantasy bullshit. But either way, the community talks a lot about how, well, we all talk to each other. We know who you dudes are, this, this, and this. Yeah, but you still let these guys fuck. But now it's a problem that they can't. I, I don't know. Whatever. It's just dumb. Because it was just like the, this guy was just depicted to be a villain because he was having sex with lots of girls. And I'm like, so what? Yeah, he had corny ass game with the with the poems and shit, but guess who fell for it? Like Waka. Uh-huh. Everybody. <laughs> it's just dumb. Waka and now now I will say uh Melton, you know, you're saying Chaser is a neg- is Chaser is profiling negative about black men. I will say that um, no, that that uh, that extends to all races. Yeah, all races, uh, all races, trans women that I've encountered are, are, are very comfortable using the term "chaser" to any men who have just experience. Yeah. So you know, in this trans amorous space, I hold, I make sure that men who are not relationship minded still are valid and validated because you don't have to be relationship minded as long as you're not harming the community having consensual sex you should be free to do whatever the fuck you want everybody should be free and liberated in this space we should not be putting people in boxes right because i have a i have a little homie that be out and about he calls himself (laughs) a chaser I'll be looking at him like, dude, stop labeling yourself that. Stop, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> well, he'll learn. He'll uh, learn. Man. He will learn. Fuck, this is what I do. This is my life. <laughs> exactly. James. <laughs> James Doran, I was called the chaser and I am white. You're... Yep. The first time Whoa. I was called the chaser was at, a, at an event. I was one of only two black people there. <laughs> like... I get it. It happens. Um, thank God I had a friend there who, you know, helped me understand that when people call you a chaser, it's more about what's happening on the inside of them than about whatever the fuck it is that you did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, well, you got to when, when, throw that when, when that chaser term comes at you, fellas, just let it bounce right off of you. Just don't even. They find out it's fine. It. I got called that at a very young age. I didn't find out about that shit like 10 years later. Oh. 
There you go. But um, I didn't think um, – I'm sorry, I want to move on to one other depiction because we got Angel. There was one depiction that I liked, but the series was very ambiguous about it. There's a Netflix series called You. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. I love it. It's kind of like a Dexter thing. Um, but uh, 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 this Netflix series called You, there is a character on there named Blythe. And Blythe is a white trans woman. And, you know, she's a straight up bitch. Like hardcore fucking just asshole. But she attracts a very nice guy. And this is this, this guy named Ethan. He's he works at the bookstore, and you know now she's now she becomes like she's one of those people that was like the villain, and then becomes the best friend, kind of like a uh, 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 like Dragon Ball Z Vegeta kind of thing. Where it's like you were the villain, and now you're you're an ally. So well, she turned nice. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I hope you do, fellas out there listening. I do. <laughs> Go look it up. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. No, I, I, just, I was just trying to think of like who was it? Like, okay, so kind of like the Winter Soldier in Captain America. That's more broad for America. Like he was the villain in Captain America too, but then you know became his friend again. But um, yeah. So I mean, her character turned around right when she started to get with this guy, and like they, 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 they the, this cis man and this trans woman, they were literally like the perfect couple on the show. They were the model couple. They like and and to 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 the point where it was kind of sickening, and then the show kind of made it like okay, they're this sickeningly perfect couple because they really care about each other, they love each other, they finish finish each other's sentences, they're moving in together, all of these things. Called? It's called You. You. Y O U. It's on Netflix. Okay. So uh, it's a dope show. It's kind of like Dexter, where it's like a guy who's really in his mind. But, you know, he runs a bookstore and one of his employees is this heavyset um, mixed black man. And he's the one that ends up, you know, partnering with uh, the girl at the bookstore. But it just wasn't like struggle, trauma, we on the streets and all this other kind of stuff. With this trans story, it was just like a girl met a guy in a bookstore and it worked out. Yeah. And the guy isn't cheating on her. He's not sleeping with all of her friends. He ain't beating her up. He's a nice guy. She's a nice girl, and it's cool. And I love that kind of shit. Right. And it's another similar story. I mean, love love line like that with a trans woman and the dude on this show that I know probably a lot of people are familiar with called The Shy. Uh huh. Uh, you know, The Shy is a girl named Imani who is a trans girl, but they don't focus on her being trans. She's basically a ride or die chick. She's for mm-hmm. everything, and she has. Big heart. She mm. actually cares. You understand me? So it's like, you know, you got Trig, who is her man on the show, who's played by my man Luke James. He he's a street dude, but he does right by her. He loves her. He doesn't beat on her. He doesn't cheat on him. None of that. Everything's about her. He even I don't I don't oh man, I don't want to tell everybody's story, but it's like he even lost a friendship. Behind her, because he wants to be with her. So, yeah, it is. I mean, that's one story I love. So, yeah, I ain't gonna front. <laughs> oh, 
Um, also, Templar, when a porn star calls you a chaser, uh, absolutely take that one with a grain of salt. Uh, that's literally, it, and it's it's really self sabotage because these porn stars need guys like you to like watch their shit so they make money. So um, and follow them on social media. So definitely take that with a grain of salt, dude. Don't throw that away. Not 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 important. Um, but dude, that's dope though, because I never seen the shot. I heard about the controversy with the actor that didn't want to be on there no more because of the trans actress. But you know, glad know to see. There's a uh, depiction of a. It was in multiple you outlets. Watch it yeah. to understand it. You gotta watch it to yeah. understand it. But at, at least there, at least it seems like the relationship is depicted as something that's relatively healthy, and he's real about it, and that's dope. Because you know we need that shit, and you know, I, I think these depictions of transamorous men. And especially them being engaged in healthy relationships with a lot of women in this community and media, film and television, I think it's important because a lot of girls like one thing I hear from a lot of women is like, yo, I don't I don't see people being together. I don't see people getting married. Like I have no like there are a lot of folks that don't even think that's possible because they don't see it in their world. It's not it's not presented regularly. And it's just like for the girls that is just not there for them. You know, if at the very least it's there in media, at least, you know, they have something else to look to. Because for us, you know, we got we know a lot of guys that are in relationships. We know plenty of guys that are married. Like this, this shit is real. But, you know, and I think it also helps for the um, general public when they see these kinds of relationships in media, because it helps normalize the idea and the concept. You know, they're a little bit more used to it. It's not like, a, oh, God, nobody would ever do that. Like, no. You're getting used to the idea. I mean, let's be real. That's kind of what was happening with like gay characters in like the the, the early 2000s, where you know we were just getting used to gay characters being in TV shows and all that stuff. And like, yeah. So, not saying any agenda or nothing like that. I'm just saying this stuff does actually help change hearts and minds and change sensibilities. So you know, yes, we need more representation of trans women and their stories and all of that stuff in media. But, you know, we need positive depictions of men that engage with them as well. It's That's really what I'm driving at. It's just said that you got people out there that are so closed minded and bitch assness that uh, they literally need it put in their face on TV in order to accept people that mm don't have that whole patriarchal, matriarchal society shoved down your throat bullshit. Fair enough. Um, so I want to feature this. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Tracy. Uh, uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> so she was a maid of honor at her trans friend's re- wedding. <laughs> I've never mean been the, to a... a mean the huh? wrong man, Tracy. She's mean the wrong man. It's hard to it's hard to meet the right people because you know what? If it was easy to meet the right people, literally most of the most of the the conversations and complaints that these dudes be yelling out about what well, women do this and women do that wouldn't be wouldn't even be thing because they wouldn't even know that kind of life. <laughs> like it is it is hard. It can be hard. Uh oh. Actually, Dog Day Afternoon was a good movie, though. 
Yes. Yes, that's right. I don't want to hear about New York anymore. Um, what, what did Sabrina say? She said, true story, dog, day, afternoon, movie about a man who robbed that's a bank that. years ago to help pay his trans girlfriend for her surgery. Oh, Shout okay. It was a true story. Shout out to Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, that's an Al Pacino movie. Yeah. yeah. You never saw it? Okay. No. What? Man, that's just a Dog Day Afternoon? Yeah. Day afternoon. Classic Alpacino. Man, listen. What? I will have to look it up. I will have some free time. I got some vacation coming up. So. What up, bro? We'll, we'll check that one out. Uh, Cynthia says that's a great movie. Yes, it is. Tracy says, shush. Chris don't want to hear about New York no more. Definitely getting fatigued. Uh... <laughs> They're having their own conversation on YouTube about the word chaser. So, yeah, have at it, fellas. Happy to have you join us. Uh, Tracy says, story of my life. Uh, uh, trail. Uh, <laughs> and Sabrina suggesting that we can watch it together. So, okay. watch party for watch party for dog day afternoon. Yeah. So, all right, okay, the, yeah, the fellas. So, like, there's it's two audiences watching the show right now. It's it's the men, men on YouTube, and they just they they going ham right now, and then it's all the ladies on Facebook. It's like two separate audiences right now. The comments is like holding two different. It's, it's kind of hard to keep up. So. Oh, yeah, 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 fellas, we appreciate you watching. Absolutely appreciate y'all watching. But um, you know, we kind of. I think we kind of filled out on this one a little bit. Um, so definitely uh, everybody tune in Tuesday, Tuesday evening, not evening, early evening, around like 8 p.m. Eastern-ish, 8.30 Eastern. We're going to be, I'm going to be live with my friend um, who is a matchmaker. And you know, one of the, um, something that one of, somebody had sent to me, um, you know, they were one year because, you know, a lot of relationships in this space, a lot of people meet up, a lot of people meet each other, a lot of people gets to talking. And there's a lot of people that don't get past that talking phase. But one of the things that, you know, a lot of men run into is some guys wonder what's the proper way to get out of this talking phase? Like, what's the proper exit strategy? You know, and we're going to talk about, you know, a few exit strategies, a few things guys should be doing. Um, and, you know, the kinds of messages you should be sending that will, you know, solidify a clean, a clean break with, you know, as little negativity as possible. But, you know, we're going to talk about some other just general dating things. So be ready. Come with questions. My matchmaker will be giving out her information. So, ladies, by all means, you can get in her database. Last time she was on the show, a few women had reached out to her and gotten her database of clients. Um, so you can get in her database of clients, too. So Tuesday afternoon, no Tuesday early evening, my What's friend name, Abby, Gabby? Abby Rosenblum, oh, um, she is yeah very close. Um, <laughs> I think her matchmaker name is like the Modern Yenta. She's a Jewish, so okay. the Modern Yenta. Um, you can find her on IG. But yeah, she'll be here Tuesday, y'all. So come with your questions. It'll be a dope show. Um, and as always, please, please, please share this show. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, follow me on 
Clubhouse at MLU Chris at Big Chris TX. Um, again, 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 subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter. Men like us pod. We need more followers on Twitter. We need more subscribers on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on YouTube today. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. Y'all kept the comments live and lit today, and I appreciate y'all for it. Um, also, please go to the podcasting platforms. If you're listening to this on the podcasting platforms, please stop what you're doing. Go to the Men Like Us podcast and give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. All of that helps people find us, and this is all meant for people to find us. So need your help, everybody listening. Um Thanks. And we also want to, well, I'm well, Mike, y'all can all find Mike at the Real Talk Podcast um, on all major streaming platforms like Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all nine. Like it says right there, real discussions, real opinions, real fucking talk. There you go. Brother Trail, where can they find you, man? Man, King Cleetro everywhere on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, um, Clubhouse. Everybody be hitting me up in the messages. I, I appreciate you, you dudes. Keep it clean because you dudes is weirdos. I, right? I'm just keeping it. Clean. <laughs> Keep it clean, ladies. It's all love. I mean, y'all, y'all ain't hitting me up with no weird shit. Y'all hitting me up with some real talk, which I appreciate it. I and I feel I- like the odd man out without no goddamn podcast, but. We'll see what the future holds, but yeah. Actually, Trell, I'm about to put you on the spot, though. What do you think about Sunday coming on to the Real Talk podcast? We mean doing what? Like, what talking about like, talking about some hip hop. All right, let me know. Doing what? Having some mm-hmm. real motherfucking talk. Exactly. We just real did the thing. Talk. Yeah, we no, just no, did. No, no, the thing. <laughs> I want to know the topic. All right. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, fellas, fellas, if you're still here, please, please, please also join the Men Like Us Tribe Facebook group. It's our men's only group. It is judgment-free, confidential. Um, we are happy to have more men in the group, um, you know, and it, it's just a great space for us to share and share experiences and, you know, for you to learn about what some other people are going through and and, and be encouraged. Uh, a, a post trail put up today, which was it was today or yesterday. I don't know. You put up a, a post about married couples. Oh, yeah, in the group. Yeah. And, and um, you know, guys are coming out the woodworks like, yo, this is me yeah. and my wife. We got married seven years ago. That's yeah. me and my wife. And actually, I, I, I found out one of the guys in the group was actually a widower. And he was yeah. married to a woman in the community and she died yeah, Mr. Um, a while ago. And I'm just like. Yeah, I met him years ago. Yeah. Cool yeah. Like, yo, had no idea we had a widower in the group. So shout out to yeah. him. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's there's a lot of really great experiences. And I promise you guys, wherever you're at in your journey, there's most likely somebody in the group that's going through what you're going through who can identify with what you're going through or who's already went through it. So, and you know. Condol- and, and condolences to the homie. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that all about him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he lives um, right here in Brooklyn, too. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Well, we'll definitely have to connect next time we, uh, we do a whole trip out to. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, before that COVID shut everything down again, yo. And Tro, we already know he still got his metro card, too. So, yeah, <laughs> me, 
Yeah. <laughs> shit. I still got some money on there. How long does that? How long? How long does the money uh, uh, last on that uh, thing? Expiration date on the back of the card. Oh, okay. Well, I got to find that out because I I paid for it. My I think I was there in like late January last. Oh, so it should still be good. Still be All good. right, Leonardo, you missed us, man. But we'll be back at this again Tuesday. Tuesday evening. I don't remember the exact time we scheduled it for, but I think it's like eight or eight thirty Eastern. So just look out for it. it. Get get notifications. Sign up for notifications on Facebook and and YouTube. You can get a notification when we go live, so you won't you won't be missing anything anymore. You will be notified every time we go. So, uh, but with that, fuck. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Shit was dope. Shout out to Sabrina, Tracy, uh, Ryan, Milton. Um, Jade, what up? What up, Jade? Um, I mean, Roy. James, the homie Roy, uh, Claudette, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, Love having Claudette in the house, Michaela, uh, Duck Duck Goose 42, <laughs> Mr. Templar. Yeah, these, these YouTube names, the Melanoid, Melanoid Warrior on, on, on YouTube. Melton, Melton, G. Mike, James Durden, like, shout out, sh what up, Relly, Cynthia, like, we had a lot of folks in the chat today, so appreciate mm -hmm. all y'all. And with that, we out. <laughs>